Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting a like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Well, let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Don't Ask Me Chit, who says, friend wants to use me as a backup ATM. Next month, I, female, am going away on vacation with a longtime friend, F. We're going to the Caribbean for five nights. It is not all inclusive, so we'll be responsible for paying for food, drinks, and any activities. She asked me how much I was bringing in cash. I said $300 cash plus debit and credit cards. She told me she's going to bring $300 cash, but no debit or credit cards. She said she's on a budget and $300 is her limit. I explained that comes around to only $60 per day. This is not one of the cheaper Caribbean islands, so Food and drink alone won't leave her with much left over. I reminded her that she needs to factor in cabs, incidentals, or any activities we may decide to do. And you never know if an emergency will come up where she will need money. She says to me, that's why I have you, and started to laugh. That pissed me off to no end. I tell her that we are both adults who are responsible for our own selves. It'd be one thing if she lost her purse and needed money. I would float her money before she even had time to ask but to purposely use me as a backup ATM is not going to work. I told her that now I know what she is up to, I'm not going to go along with it. If she runs out of money, she will just be asked out and hungry. She needs to bring her cards with her for her own good. She is now telling me that I'm too harsh and she will bring extra money but no cards. I told her to do what she wants, but if there's an emergency, she is on her own. Easing comments straight away and says, let me recap if I may. Your friend, and I think you're using the term incorrectly, told you she plans on using you to cover her expenses. When you told her no, she then said she'd bring a bit more but no cars to cover her costs. I doubt you can get out of the trip, but she would expect you to cover every cab and get rounds of drinks. We've all known this type. Demand money up front before you even get in a taxi. Under no circumstances open a tab at a bar you go to. Do not allow her to charge anything to the room. In fact, insist she bring a card to put on file because you know she's going to use your money if it's on file. When ordering at restaurants, she will need to show cash up front. Basically, this trip is ruined and your friendship probably is as well. You must make a choice. Either she pays and you end up miserable but have your money or you pay and end up miserable and have a bunch of cash. This sucks hard but not the arsehole. Disc says be ready for her to say over and over that she's just happy to sit on the beach drinking water and staying in at night because that's all she'd be able to afford. Why anyone would intentionally go on a trip knowing they're way short on cash is just puzzling. Opie says yep I can see her saying that. I have no problem leaving her by herself. I've also vacationed solo in the past so I'm comfortable going to restaurants and places solo. Tom Tink says reminds me of a friend I went on holiday with. There was me, entitled friend Jay, and another friend T. Jay needed more cash, but it was Sunday and the banks were closed. We went to a place that exhibited loads of historical local buildings, and me and T went and bought our tickets with our cards. 
Jay was really weird about not wanting to spend on her card and just expected us to buy her ticket on our cards and lend her our cash, even though she had her own card she was capable of using. And we wanted to keep our cash in case we needed it for food inside. We would have bought her food and let her pay us back if it was cash only. She almost sat outside the place and waited for us rather than just paying on her card. But she gave in when she realized me and T were happy to go in for a few hours and leave her outside with just a bottle of water and no food. Well, not happy, but willing. The place was outside the city, so she couldn't just walk off and explore something else. Jay also told T on one day that T couldn't wear jeans because Jay would be hot. And then we realized Jay had been matching her outfit to T's every day without T having any input. I love a little story within a story, but I was just shocked by this one in that she's expecting $300 to last that five days. I could maybe understand if it was like an all-inclusive resort or something like that. The food is already paid for. And I'm not sure what the prices are like in the Caribbean, but it just it's just screaming to me. And with the comments as well, that it's just way too low. But OP did come in to update the post and they said, update, thanks to everyone for your feedback and suggestions. It truly did save the vacation. I hit the highlights. One, some of you said that the hotel would want a credit card on file from the person who made the reservation. My friend was the one who booked the vacation. She put the whole thing on her credit card because she wanted the card points. I told her because the reservation was booked through a third party app, the hotel would need the original card used to make the reservation. She was on the hook to bring her credit card. I have no idea if that is true or not, but it sounded good based on what you all commented. Lol. She was not happy that her own greed got her, lol, but at least she brought a credit card. Two, others mentioned that she was going to sulk, and sulk she did. When we got to the airport, I told her I was not going to spend the vacation in her misery, so let's hash it out right now. She said that my tone was very rude, as if I was accusing her of trying to mooch off me. She was. I told her to put herself in my shoes. She was deliberately not being responsible and told me to my face I was her backup plan and laughed about it. It made me feel used and put upon. She apologized and I apologized for being so harsh. Three, some of you said she would try to be content with cutting corners. Cabs were prohibitively expensive on the island and they didn't take credit cards. So she looked up on how to take local buses. I was fine with that until we waited 45 minutes in the heat for a bus to take us to the mall. Island time. Yep, we only took cabs after that. Four, a few mentioned that she would go through her cash in the first two days. You were close, two and a half days. There were several markets with local jewelry and crafts and she absolutely loved and they only took cash. So she ran through her money rather quickly. She only bought her credit card, not her debit card. Though someone suggested, I made her sell me right then and there the money. I took out of the ATM for her. She paid for the exchange in ATM fees. Five, she tried it with the meals. She ordered something big and wanted to split the bill evenly. Normally, I would not nitpick about that, but I just didn't want her to feel like she got one over on me in any way. Since she used her credit card for meals to save the cash she had, I paid what I owed in cash and she paid the rest, a higher portion with her credit card. Six, overall, we had a good time. We did a few excursions, had shopping and beach time and relaxed. She even told me it was a good thing she brought her credit card. Things only got weird when I asked her to sell me right then and there at the ATM before I gave her the cash she knew why I was being so hard-nosed about it. Edit, I want to thank everyone for the kind words. Your great advice and comments on the original post really helped me save this vacation. It was a group effort, lol. And thanks for the awards.
And someone commented below this one to OP saying that was an awesome update and well done for standing your ground, but that they wouldn't travel with her again. And OP replied saying absolutely not. I totally agree with that. You know, some of that part sound pretty stressful having to deal with that kind of behavior all the time, worrying about what she's going to do, being concerned that she's going to try and get one over on you. It's not a way to enjoy your holiday, is it? But what do you guys make of this situation? Have you ever faced something similar? Maybe not in a holiday scenario, but a friend trying to take advantage. Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. And our next story does have a little update attached to it as well from a throwaway account that says, am I the asshole for not wanting to use my college fund to pay for my brother's treatment? My parents divorced when I was about seven because my dad had admitted to having an affair. My mum and I moved out of our house and into an apartment while my dad immediately moved his mistress into our house because she was pregnant with my twin brothers. My mum was devastated but she quickly picked herself up for us. She went back to school and as a result she continued climbing up in her career. My mum adjusted better to going from a double income household to a single income and was able to contribute a substantial amount of money to my college fund. My dad on the other hand had a harder time as he now has to support a family of four sometimes five on a single income as his wife is a stay-at-home mum. My dad did not have much disposable income and so did not contribute as much to the fund. I'm going to finish school soon and I have a good shot at getting into my first choices of college. Unfortunately, my brother 10 was diagnosed with a kidney disease which has progressed to where he needs to be on dialysis. My dad is drowning in medical debt so my mum agreed he no longer needed to pay child support. The specialist had suggested a different treatment for my brother as most other treatments didn't help or stop working and they are running out of options short of a transplant. Not doable at this time. This treatment is not covered by insurance and costs a lot. My dad can't take out a loan due to debt. Dad and his wife sat me down when I was over and asked if I'd be willing to let them borrow my college fund to pay off my brother's treatment. They offered to pay the money back but I knew they wouldn't be able to. I really don't want to give them the money because I know if I don't get any scholarships, I wouldn't be able to go to the college I want without going into debt myself. My future would be at risk and I know my dad wouldn't help if I needed it. In addition, the money technically belongs to my mum. I can't just give it away and I know she would refuse to give them the money. My dad and his wife are furious at both my mum and I and is trying to guilt me into it. I do feel terrible for my little brother. Am I the asshole? ETA, my dad does have a second job that he works on the weekend and his wife homeschools the boys and is a full-time caregiver for my brother. My dad's family disowned him when the affair came to light. He did get some help from his brother and sister but they can only give so much. I do think I was his last option. His wife did not have a lot of family. Lastly, of course, I would feel bad if something happened to my brother. He's just a little kid but I would want to help him with my own money and I can only do that if I start my career debt-free. I also don't want to risk my own future. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. But before we get into that update, Fancy Pants Dancer says, Not the arsehole, the money isn't yours, firstly. It was allocated by your mother for a specific thing. You're damn right you're not getting the money back if you loan them. It was grossly inappropriate for your father to ask for money from you, who I presume is a minor. Cat Manor says, Not the asshole, you have a lovely, understanding, and clear-eyed view of this. He'd never pay you back, and you'd be stuck under college debt for the next 20 years. Ask your mum to be the bad guy. She can have a divorce attorney send a letter to him, saying the funds are hers to control, and she's not giving up years of her savings for he and his affair partner's expenses. She can also tell him that she'll take him to court to end his custody if he keeps trying to financially abuse a 17-year-old. That's a bit of a feint since you could choose to go no contact at any point, but it might shock him out of his behavior. Oaks says, not the arsehole, that money is your mum's money that was set aside from her for your college. It was not meant to pay for ex-husband's kids' treatments. They call it a loan, but it is not. It will never be repaid and your mum will be out of thousands of dollars of her hard-earned money. They need to come up with other sources, such as holding fundraisers, car washes, yard sales, GoFundMe, and barbecues do well in my area. Or stepmom needs to work after dad is off work so he can do childcare, or dad needs a second job. They can also look into government aid or medical studies where treatment would be covered. Old Bunny says, not the asshole. OP, you need more facts before you make any decision. First, all dialysis in the United States is paid for Medicaid. Even if someone is wealthy, a treatment not covered at all by insurance. That sounds kind of suspect. We want to speak to the physicians directly. If you are adult enough to be expected to fund the treatment, you are adult enough to get the facts directly. I'm sorry for your sibling, but this is not your problem. This is a problem of your parents making. Maybe this kid's mum ought to get a job. And JF Pickup says, not the arsehole. Wow, first of all, as an adult and imperfect parent myself, I must apologize for your father. Newsflash, us adults can be ginormous turds when we feel scared or feel our backs against the wall. But this was way beyond that. The father is putting up a Hall of Fame arsehole numbers right now. He's a proverbial drowning person who will drag you down with them if you let them. Your reasoning is clear and is correct in my view. Do not forget your current understanding that this money has nothing to do with how much you love or care for your brother. Your dad should be ashamed of himself. Hope your father snaps out of this and recognizes his toxic approach and could do permanent damage to your relationship. For additional perspective, when I was three or four, my slightly older sister lost both kidneys. And she spent 50 years fighting battle after battle. So consider that your college fund is a drop of the water compared to the river of medical costs that may be coming for your father and his wife over the coming decades. It will mean very little in the battle to pay for all those medical bills, but will mean the world to your education. So OP gives us a brief update and they said, so after I called my mum, she left work early and picked me up from my dad's house. She took me for coffee and I explained what happened. After talking a bit, she said I could either keep the fund as is and not give my dad the money or we can take the money that dad had contributed and give that back to him. I told her I wanted to give dad back the money he put in. After we finished our coffee, mum withdrew the exact amount dad put in over the years. Mum also matched the amount and added it to give it to dad. I waited in the car while she gave dad the money and he was upset because the money wasn't enough. Mum told him that's all he's going to get from her and threatened to take him to court if he and his wife keep harassing me. This is probably the last update as I'm going low contact with dad for now. 
Thank you everyone for the genuine support and the advice. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? How would you have dealt with it if you was OP? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. Now, our next story comes from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from CompetitiveCarab742 and says, Am I the Arsehole for not allowing my maid of honor slash sister's boyfriend to come to my wedding? I, 29 female, have told my sister and maid of honor, 28 female, that her boyfriend is not allowed to come to my wedding. And she is furious. Because I told her no, she has responded by not coming to my bachelorette or bridal party. And she has not been active at all in the wedding process. She thinks that I am being an unfair asshole, as other people are bringing partners that have been together for a shorter time than her and her boyfriend. My sister has been with her boyfriend for about eight months. They have traveled together and basically lived together. She is sure she is going to marry this guy. Thing is, when they met, she was already engaged to a partner of 10 plus years, whom all of my family loved deeply. She met a new boyfriend at work. She was engaged and he was married. Essentially, they both had affairs and left their partners to be with each other. I've met this guy and I do not like him at all. One, he's still married and in the process of divorcing his wife. We've all heard that before. Two, I had an honest conversation with him asking his intentions with my sister and why he ended it with his wife. His excuse was that his previous wife forced him into a relationship and didn't know love was real until he met my sister. Which sounds like immature manipulative BS to me. Three, his values are completely different than my sister's, which I believe opposites attract, but on fundamental things that I know my sister feels passionately about, she seems to have made herself smaller and more agreeable with some crazy views. Example, he believes lower class people cannot be trusted. And also, another thing that he demands golden, sh what? golden showers from my sister, who happily obliges, even though I know she thinks it's disgusting. Where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> My sister is turning into someone no one in my family can recognize. However, I don't want to lose her if it means having to accept this guy into our family. Being isolated in a toxic relationship is a scary place to be in. I fear that if I don't invite him into the fold, she will follow him out the door. None of our family members outside the immediate know about her infidelity or even this new boyfriend. I don't want my wedding to be focused on the talk about what happened to her sister. But I really hate how she isn't supporting me as she is one of my maids of honor and I'm the first sibling to get married. My mum thinks I should invite him as she is sympathetic towards my sister even though she also does not support her recent actions. Am I the arsehole if I don't allow my sister's boyfriend to my wedding or do I give in to her request and invite him? Edit. She only asked me about his invitation after I sent out my table placement charts and, and catering count. I honestly never thought she would want him to come in the first place since our father does not want him there as well. And culture plays a big part in that. She hasn't told anyone about the guy except for the immediate family, parents and sisters, and she wants to use this event as an opportunity to be his big reveal, if I haven't made that clear. Now, I know it's not the point of the story, but we'll cover that in a second, but I'm just more curious how that information got out about the whole golden shower. Like just sitting around the kitchen side one day drinking a coffee with your sister and, you know, just talking about his views, you know, he says that lower class people can't be trusted. And you know what? That guy loves a golden shower. Like, how does that come out in conversation? But Frosty Engine says, went from bachelorette to golden showers with no warning. I like this roller coaster post. And so, as I am amused, not the arsehole. 
Next comment says, you're not the asshole for only wanting whomever at your wedding because it's your wedding, but you've got to ask yourself if this is the hill you're willing to die on with you and your sister's relationship. She's making it very clear she's going to choose this dude over you. That's really up to you if you want to let her cut herself off over this. Keep in mind too that if she gets in deep shit with this guy later and wants to get out, keeping the relationship with her open would allow her an avenue of escape. Brand account says not the arsehole, definitely not the arsehole. It's your big day and you should have the final say on who gets to attend. It's clear that you have valid concerns about your sister's boyfriend, especially given the circumstances of their relationship and his ongoing divorce. If you don't feel comfortable having him there, then that's your prerogative. Your sister's reaction seems extreme, choosing not to participate in your bachelorette or bridal party just because her boyfriend isn't invited. It's rough that she's not being supportive during this important time for you. While it's important to consider her feelings, it shouldn't come at an expense of your own happiness on your special day. Maybe having an open conversation with your sister about your concerns and explaining your perspective might help her understand where you're coming from. Weddings can be emotionally charged events, but ultimately, the decision should be yours. The reason for the day is to celebrate your relationship, not anyone else's. Broad volume says not the asshole. Maybe you would be if she asked you way in advance and introduced him to your family beforehand, but yeah, you would be the asshole for not inviting him. But given the circumstances, I think you're fine. Hopefully she'll get over it and suck it up for the big day, but using this event to introduce a likely controversial new addition to the family may not be the best choice and will be awkward for everyone at your family table. Squirrel Mama says, so she wants to make your wedding the big splashy event that she introduces everybody to a new boyfriend at. And she's wondering why you didn't want him there. Look, the fact that she was in a relationship for 10 years that broke up and nobody knows about it, that will be at the wedding means everybody at the wedding will be talking about your sister and her boyfriend. Put aside the fact that you don't like him. It's the fact that not everybody knows this information yet. You'd basically be throwing her a party to introduce her boyfriend to people because that's all everyone's going to talk about. She's extremely selfish and since the seating chart's already done, it's just too late. Stick to your guns, not the arsehole. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Would you stick to your guns like the last comment said or would you have a different way to solve this matter? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always always means the absolute world to me so thank you so much for it your time is incredibly important and i always appreciate it so thank you and hopefully we'll see you in the next one take care and much love catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 